Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Hello? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he'd put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. The Bears have an exhibition at the Colts tonight, but you have to wait 12 more days for the real stuff. However, the college football season starts tonight. Two games. The first one as number 8 Florida against Miami. We dissect the 2019 season in just a moment. Did want to say big thanks to all that listened and or watched You Better You Bet on the Radio.com Sports Network in week number one. If you don't know, I'm on the nightly sports betting podcast two to three times per week, 5 to 9 p.m. Been tons of fun so far, and I know it's only going to get better as we get closer and closer to the NFL. And this week on my new Radio.com show, You Better You Bet, Kenny White's college football power ratings actually came up on the show. And my co-host Nick Costos mentioned that he has a Wizard of Odds t-shirt that he'll never wear in front of Kenny White. Because Kenny White is the Wizard of Odds. What's going on, Kenny? Yo, is is Nick with you today? He's not with me today, but I did mention on the air with him last night. I said, hey, we've got to get Kenny White on the show, man. Oh, that's great. Nick's, Nick's one of the best. I, I love working with him at uh, CBS. And yeah, that's exciting times right now. And Joe, you've done a great job too. Love it. You know, you and Sam working together and getting to meet you. And uh, boy, it's a great industry, a lot of great people in it. And it's uh, this is football season getting ready to kick off. Yeah, I want to get to your book in just a moment, but share uh, your story with some of our score listeners here in Chicago that, that may not know uh, your entire backstory. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's a long one now. You know, my dad moved the family to Vegas in 68, just to bet sports. He published four college football guides in the 70s. I worked on those, uh, co-letting around the ping pong table, the first three, to typing his fourth one up. You know, hook, line, and sinker. He predicted Notre Dame to win the national championship there that year. They did. I was hooked. I got in the industry. I was a baseball player. played two years of minor league baseball. Once they said, you're not good enough to make it. I said, I know where I'm going to make it. It's going to be in the sports betting industry. And uh been an odds maker in Las Vegas for 25 years now. Set the opening betting lines for uh, over 95% of the state. And uh, once Canter Gaming bought my company in uh, 06, I stayed with them to about 08. And since that time, uh, 
been doing data integrity for the NFL, a lot of college leagues, uh, and, and other professional leagues as well. Uh, but now I thought it was time to uh, publish the college football magazine ratings I've been using for uh, 30 years. I can't tell you how many times, Kenny, I watched the 60 Minutes profile on legendary sports better Billy Walters. And you, you appeared in that, and that was now eight years ago, I believe. Uh, how, did that oh my goodness. Cha- how did that change your life? Can't believe it uh, was it's that long ago. And, and Joe, it actually didn't change my life whatsoever. Huh. It really didn't. It was a great experience. I'd known Billy before that because of his uh, arsenal and betting in Vegas and me being on the other side of the counter. We'd known each other and met each other. But uh, And I even contacted him. I said, you know, 60 Minutes was trying to get a hold of me about a they want to do a preview on you or a, you know, a, a 60 minute special. And he's like, it's going to be good. Um, I'm very confident it'll be good. It's good for the industry. So I said, well, then if, as long as you're in, I'm in. Uh, and it was, it was a great experience for me. Do you think it came back to bite him in the end? It very well could have, obviously. Yeah, that uh, definitely uh, could have. I mean, they, they were after him. I think he'd gone to court three times. Uh, they tried to convict him on bookmaking charges, which, I gotta believe. I, I don't know because I'm not in the end, but I'm pretty confident. I'll say ninety percent that he's not a bookmaker. He's just a better. And people don't know what we're talking about. You can obviously uh, use Google to search uh, the backstory there. Let's get to well, the, this. Let me give you. We'll give people one thing. The world's largest better. He will bet up to a quarter of a million dollars the wrong way on a game to set a lineup. And he can bet over a couple million dollars on one football game. That's how big of a better he was. Let's say it's a Sunday morning and that's happening and you see a quarter of a million come down. Are you behind the scenes saying, okay, do you think this is a fake out? Is this Billy coming on the other side in a half hour? Yeah, no, I, I, I was there early in my career in the, uh, when I first started in the industry and I was behind the counter. I did see those bets, but after I realized I needed to be in my own place making numbers for everybody, and that's what I wanted to do. So I, I didn't see it at that point, but at that quarter of a million dollars, Joe, would come down between Monday and Saturday before the game mm. because if he wanted to lay two and a half on an NFL game, every time it went to three, he would take the underdog plus three and push it back to two and a half, and he did it all week long. And then when it got to Sunday, when the limits get bigger, because the limits start out small during the week and they grow up into game day. And then on game day, he would come in and just hammer minus two and a half for as much as he could get. So he had a, he had a nice little side going. If the game fell three, he got all his money back that he used to, to help himself win that bet. And uh, He did that not just once a weekend. He probably did that more than 10 times per weekend on NFL games and probably did it 20 times a weekend on college football games. I could imagine the man probably had about $50 million in action every single weekend. Wow, amazing. Let's uh, segue over to your book here, Kenny White's College Football Power Ratings, and you could find this kennywhitesports.com. There's all these different preview guides out there for the season right now, and in the area, of course, we have a lot of Big Ten fans, Notre Dame as well, but from Chicago, uh, people go to school all over the entire country here. But what separates your book from some of the others out there? Well, Joe, the one thing I've done is I've power rated every player in the country and given them a, an above average rating. So average rating zero, nobody wants to be a zero, but you know what? There's got to be a starting point. Some players are a negative rating and they're freshmen that come in. They're undersized, but you know what? They're scholar athletes, nothing to be ashamed of. 
Uh, there's, there's, you know, many players that are two, two and a half points above average. That's a position player. Quarterbacks are much more valuable. So you have a rating on every player. If someone gets injured, suspended, whatever, they're, they quit the team, they decide they want to transfer. You can then adjust the power rating on each team. So every team has that power rating in the right-hand corner, top right corner. The average team is 100. So for people, this book was made to use the entire year. It's made to write in, cross guys out, uh, raise their ratings. If you think I have a lower rating on somebody and you want to raise up a quarterback, raise them up. Raise the team rating up two points if you think you're better than I am. So, and then adjust game in and game out. If you don't want to do any of that, you could still use the ratings to look back and see if a team is above average, average, or below average just by looking at that rating. I'm looking at Colorado State. They're an 89. I'm looking at the Illini. The Fighting Illini is a 94 and a half. Mm. That tells you they're five and a half points below average. Um, Michigan is a 119. They're 19 points better than the average college team. Michigan State's a 115. They're 15 points better. So it gives you a good idea if you're doing the eye test and your team's playing somebody and they're having a good day. You don't know how good the opponent is. You open up the book, you find out how good that opponent is. These are the best starting ratings you'll get anywhere. I put three hours into each team uh, back in May, April and May, right after spring practice, uh, to get this this overall power rating. Plus, I give you an over-under number on each team, which takes into account for offensive strength, defensive strength, and the pace of play for that team. You combine it with the opponent. you got to go to the chart on page 10, because higher-scoring teams will score more, lower-scoring games predicted will score less compared to the total. So finally a way people can learn actually how to make a total on college football games. I'm going to do this also for the NFL. So I'm looking at the Notre Dame page. Ian Book, you have an 8, and the highest non-QB is guard Tommy Kramer, and you put a 2 there. So does that mean he is one of the better ones that you're going to see when you put a 2 next to someone? Oh, yeah, two's a very high number. Two's a guy that can play in the NFL. One and a half um, are questionable. Guys that are two, I'm pretty sure, can make the NFL. Two and a half are bordering on first and second round draft picks. Um, quarterback rating an eight at Ian Book. He's, he's one of the top quarterbacks. And I've, I rated, ranked each position by my above average power ratings in the beginning of the book. So you can see who the best players are at each position. But, yeah, uh, Tommy Kramer. Offensive lineman, outstanding experience, really good size, six six three nineteen. I know he's got long arms. I didn't get a big chance to put uh, a lot of notes in the book, which I'm going to next year. This was the biggest cram job I've ever done, and, and I didn't get much sleep doing it. I made my mind up on May 8th to put this magazine out. I finished on July 17th to get it to the printer. We got it back two weeks later, and it has been a whirlwind since then, Joe. It's been crazy and great reception, great comments, and I'm absolutely loving that people are enjoying the book. Yeah, and even though the college football games start today with Week Zero, it isn't too late. As Kenny mentioned, this is something you can use all season long and make your own adjustments. KennyWhiteSports.com is where you can find your own book here. Now, in the Big Ten, obviously, Kenny, over in the east side, Ohio State and Michigan going to battle it out. Maybe that's decided last regular season game. But there's value in the West because it's completely up for grabs. It seems like everybody's in the mix aside from probably Lovey Smith's Illinois team. How do you handicap the West division in the Big Ten? Well, you know, I was on a show, actually the very first show that I went on since when, I, when the book was posted, and that was the first question was like, the guy threw a slider out of nowhere to me because this, this division is simply amazing with the talent there. Now, I, I'm going to say the Illini, you're number seven. Maybe you get lucky and catch a break and they finish six. But uh, any one of, I think, 
five teams can win this division. I think it's going to be Nebraska. I think the Cornhuskers, Scott Frost, I think, has done a job that the recruiting, the players were already there, but this guy's a teacher. He's got his offense and defense into place. He has a quarterback that can really put up numbers. I think P.J. Fleck has done a great job at Minnesota recruiting. This guy's got so much energy, and I think it spills over to the team. And they're going to be very, very competitive this year. The one team I'm down on is a little bit Wisconsin. I have them third in the division, 4.2 wins, finishing two games behind Nebraska. But I have them finishing third, 6.7 wins for the season. And uh, I'm a little, I'm 32nd in the country. I think everybody, the polls have them 21. So I think they're a little overrated. And then followed by Purdue and Northwestern. Northwestern, I think, I love Fitzgerald. I think he's the best coach in the country. And he prepares his team. He knows how to get his team ready for big games. And he knows how to get his team ready for conference games. He's 29 and 15. Uh, ATS over the last five years versus conference, just 8 and 12. First non-conference, and you can find all that information inside the magazine, which which also we didn't touch on, Joe. I predicted the final score of every single game for every team in the magazine, and those are projected off of you know point totals of what I think the score is supposed to be and how many points these teams are going to get each game. You think Fitz is the best coach in the country? I'll be honest, Kenny. There are some people yeah, here. Best coach in this conference. Best okay. coach in this conference. Okay. I mean, there are some people here that snickered when Michigan was talking to Pat Fitzgerald, and we're at a point right now where he's been so solid for so long in Evanston, something I never saw as a child where they had a quality football team, that it seems like he's taken for granted now. He could be taken for granted, but I, I'm, I'm watching a guy, and I always say, and, and I think this is in the industry, everyone says, good coaches win, great coaches cover. Pat Fitzgerald knows how to cover, and it's funny because, you know, when, when you know a guy doesn't cover in non-conference, he's preparing his team He's using extra guys. He's using second and third string guys to get them experience to make them better. And that's what he does. I mean, he just makes every player in his program better. So every kid that plays for him, boy, they're, they're getting life lessons from Pat Fitzgerald. Joe Ostrowski on Sports Radio 670, The Score with Kenny White. Find his book, KennyWhiteSports.com. How many teams can win the national title? Uh, one. <laughs> well, maybe two. <laughs> two. I'll throw, Clemson, I'll throw Clemson in there. But, you know, it was a good stat I heard today. It's uh, every year that Saban has lost a bowl game, the next year his winning percentage is like 96% of the games, the regular season games the next season. I, I think you're going to see a very focused Alabama team just because of that blowout. Uh, they have the most talent in the country by far, year in and year out. One thing I did this year, kind of using it as a filler in the book, and it ended up being, I think, a really nice plus, which which I've looked back and used now, is I put in the NFL draft for each team for the last five years and by round. And over the last five years, Alabama, 46 players drafted, Clemson uh, 29. First rounders, or last three years, Clemson has had five. Uh, Alabama, ridiculous, uh, 11. Twice as many first rounders over the last three years. And Clemson has beaten Alabama two or three times. So uh, it just shows you Dabo Sweeney, what a great coach. He's doing, he's got a lot of talent, but he's doing with less talent than what Alabama has. But I think that focus for the Crimson Tide this year is going to be razor sharp. I think they win the national championship. They get the revenge. But it's going to be against Clemson again. When I, when I started this and I made my decision, I made, could I pull an upset? Could I find somebody to upset one of these two teams? I just couldn't do it. Alabama, and I rate out each individual player by their, size, their strength, uh, their experience, 
Um, I use a little bit of their high school stuff because I rank each high school kid before they get to college. And then any other type of tangible information that I have, everybody's rated equally. So when they start to come out and you start to look at Alabama's page, two, two and a half, one and a half, one and a half, one, two, the ratings on each player, even the backups are higher. The backups on the, the Alabama defense is probably better than over 70% of the defenses in the country. That's how deep this program is. And Tua, one of the names at the very top of the board for the Heisman Award, are there any dark horses, a- anybody with some value that, that you could see catching fire and then just that momentum pushes them to the very top heading into the final few weeks of the season? Yeah, you know, I played I mean, one huge long shot. I played Zach Moss from uh, Utah at 301. This guy is a beast. He should be a first-rounder. I think the Utah Utes, I think they're going to be favorite in all 12 games this year. I'm hoping he just has a tremendous year and just goes off and uh, surprises everybody with a Heisman Trophy. 301 was a nice play. I also have to look at Oklahoma. I'm a little worried about the offensive line. They graduated, you know, five NFL players. They do reload with a gigantic line. The average size on the Oklahoma line is 6'5", 325. They do have two starters, but I think Jalen Hurts, has so much to prove, and I think he got so much better last year. You put him in with Lincoln Riley. You know, this guy, uh, it's really no coincidence that he had two Heisman Trophy winners. Uh, he was a big part of both those guys winning the, the Heisman, and it could be Jalen Hurts. And I got 12-1 to 1 on Jalen. I think he's down to 9-1 to 1 now. That long shot, Zach Moss, Utah, in case uh, people were wondering, wait, wait, what did he say? Well, who's that? Zach Moss <laughs> out of Utah. He is 300 to 1, though. But uh, yeah. I, I like Utah this year. I think the Utes win the Pac 12. I think they got a possibility of running the table. And uh, they could end up in the national championship picture, the top four teams. And if it's uh, Huntley and Moss stay healthy all year, the starting quarterback and running back combination. They've got a great football team. How about some under-the-radar teams, Kenny? It doesn't mean they have to win their conference or be in the mix for the title, but maybe some schools that you pegged as bet-on teams. You know, one team when I, when I started this, they had a Big Ten team, uh, Michigan State. Uh, they're loaded on defense. Everybody knows that. I just thought, boy, Michigan State's going to have a great year. I went over seven wins with them. And the win total now up to eight and a half over money on them. So I guess I guess the word is out how good they are. Iowa State from the Big Twelve. I think that's a that's a football team that's uh, going to have a tremendous year. I love their coach Matt Campbell. Yeah, their quarterback stepped in last year as a freshman. He stepped in like he was a senior and just led the team. Uh, that's that's going to be a, a, a really good team to watch all year. Cincinnati out of the American Athletic, Appalachian State. Uh, going to be a fun team to watch out of the Sun Belt. They are going to score a ton of points this year. I got them averaging 35.4 a game. And another one's Marshall. I think the Thundering Herd uh, out of the Conference USA is going to be another fun team to watch. They're going to win a lot of ball games, and, and they'll be a high-scoring team. Um, Ohio, uh, Frank Solich, um, outstanding coach, uh, one of the best ATS records in uh, August and September. So watch for Ohio to get out of the gates quick. And I'll give you one guy that really doesn't get his team ready to start of the season. And I have them rated very high. And I think they're, they're, they're the most talented team he's had. But Eddie Ogeron at LSU is the worst coach in college football covering point spreads in August and September. He's 8-20, and 20, three years at Mississippi, three years at LSU. So look to fade LSU. 
first month of the season, but after that, start to back him because his team gets better. You know, he kind of tries to get them to peak at the right time. Terrific. Let's uh, wrap with the Week Zero games, as they're calling it. Tonight, we get Miami and Florida. The Gators now favored by seven. That's bounced around a little bit over the week, seven, seven and a half. And the total is down to 47. Yeah, this is a game that a lot of the professionals like under. Jaron Williams, the the starting quarterback for for Miami of Florida. We all thought it was going to be Tate Martell, the Bishop Gorman product from Las Vegas, who was at Ohio State. Uh, He wins the appeal. He gets to be eligible. We think he's going to start. No, the retro freshman beats him out. It's going to be interesting. Kid's got a lot of talent, but Florida's defense is outstanding. I like Dan Mullen as a head coach. This game's being played in Orlando tonight. Uh, which means it's closer to Florida. It's a neutral game, but uh, Gainesville, much closer. Their fans travel better. I think there's going to be a really pro-Florida Gator crowd, so I give them a couple points home. I do like the game over. It's going to be very warm and humid, even though the kickoff is at 7 o'clock tonight, Eastern time. I believe it'll still be 85 degrees and humidity. That could wear the defenses down for the second half, and I'm looking at an, at an overplay maybe in the second half in that game. And if you're able to stay up late tonight, Arizona traveling to Hawaii. Arizona Wildcats favored by 11, the total all the way up to 74. Yeah, well, you got to stay up to watch the quarterbacks in this one. These, these are two guys that have a lot of heart. Uh, Hawaii's quarterback, Cole McDonald, uh, really kind of came out of nowhere last year and uh, put, his, put his team on his shoulders and, and won their first three games of the year. And the games they didn't think they were supposed to win, they were a 17-point dog to Colorado State, they went straight up. A 13-point dog to Navy, they went straight up. And then he got hurt. Uh, Arizona, on the other hand, uh, their quarterback, Leo Tate, came out of nowhere two years ago, the middle of the season, and ran for 300 yards, I think, in his first game. Uh, amazing speed, amazing uh, running ability. But last year, Tate got hurt, sprained ankle, wasn't the same guy. He could not run. He didn't have that mobility. They tried to make him a pocket passer. He had 224 yards rushing all of last year in 11 games. His first college game, he had close to 300, if not over 300. So Tate learned a lot, learned how to throw the football. He's in Kevin Sumlin's offense. Um, I do lean to Hawaii in the game, but one ATS trend I don't like. Kevin Sumlin's actually one of the top five coaches in the country, ATS-wise in the month of August and September. So his teams are usually well-prepared early in the season. He's the Wizard of Odds, at K Whitey Vegas on Twitter. And check out his book at KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny White's college football power ratings for 2019. Thank you, Kenny. Hey, Joe, thank you. And uh, give a shout-out to, uh, to Nick when you see him for me. If you're into college football, highly recommend picking up a copy. Love numbers, projections, and what goes into making a point spread and the total. You need to get Kenny White's power ratings. This week on The Score, Monday evening and Tuesday through Thursday on Radio.com Sports 5 to 9. Friday, right back here on 670 The Score. Follow me on Twitter. Keep you updated with the schedule over there at Joe0670. Inside the clubhouse is next. Best of luck and happy football season. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.